1: Hey everybody, welcome. I'm Jamie Migdo and this is Pets Mean Business. And I'm so glad to be here today. Today's a really special day, in fact, which I'll get into soon. But if you're looking at the calendar, you can see that we are in December, which is a big time for the pet industry. Whether you're in services, retail, manufacturing, marketing, whatever you're doing, if you're working with pets, you are busy. And over the last year and a half that we've done our show, that's certainly something that we are able to focus on and talk about kind of the highs and lows in terms of when companies do their most growing, when they do their most kind of taking a breath and reconvening and rethinking how they're going to move forward. This is definitely a time of year where pet businesses are focused on lots of customer service, you know, lots of just being really, really tight operationally. So it's really fun to talk to people during this time of year. And I love that people take time to talk to us because it's busy. It's busy personally and professionally. So in this pet industry that we love and that we work in, uh, I've been in it for 25 years. And I always say, and I'll say it again, that there's not a single day that goes by that I'm not totally impressed by you know, just somebody's passion, somebody's influence, somebody's desire, someone's just even making a difference in the life of one pet or one pet owner or a difference in the industry overall. It's just an incredible space to be a part of and it's great to have a vantage that I'm able to have where I get to see that and share that with you guys. So also a quick note, I know that this is obviously not rocket science and obviously you guys are super smart, but I have a really bad cold, but today's guest is so important to me and having this episode recorded and and distributed to you guys is so important that I was never going to cancel this. So bear with my sniffing and coughing and all the things that you're going to hear. I promise I'll Be as uh, clean about it as possible, but there is a cold going on, and hopefully, that doesn't bother you and hopefully doesn't interrupt your enjoyment of today's episode. All right. So, as you know, one of the things that we think about during the show is that we like to help inspire, right? It's one thing to say, hey, we're a pet podcast and we work about, we will talk about the business side of pets. That's all really fabulous, but it's really about the people behind that. And Today, it's really probably one of my favorite guests. We haven't done our interview yet or we haven't done our conversation yet, but I feel really strongly that our guest today really embodies what I think people aspire to in the pet space. And it brings together a number of different types of values and uh, different perspectives that just come together in a beautiful way. So when we get back from our break, which is going to be here in about one second, I'm going to introduce to you my wonderful guest. Maybe I'll hold off. No, I'll tell you who she is. Okay. Her name is Marty Larson and she is the Senior Director of Consumer Charitable and Corporate PR at PetSmart. It's a pretty big title and it's a perfect perfect guest. She's a perfect guest to have on during this holiday season to talk about that charitable component of the pet industry, especially as it relates to a big company like PetSmart. I don't know if you guys know about all the work that PetSmart does as far as charitable giving, but this is a great time to explore that together and have the person who really has the best lens around that share that with us. So what a wonderful guest we're going to have when we come back from break. I'm so excited. I know that um, it's a really big deal to be able to have her during this time of year to join us. So I'm thrilled And she's going to be awesome because I already talked to her and she's already awesome. So now you guys will get to experience that too. So we're going to have a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk to Marty and we're going to have a great time. All right. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jamie. It's Pets Mean Business, Pet Life Radio Network. We'll be right back.
0: Do you own a pet care business? Do you need help training and retaining your staff? Fetch Find Monthly Pro is the perfect platform for you. FetchFind Monthly Pro is a monthly subscription with unlimited users, no contracts, and fresh content every week. With increased employee engagement, higher customer satisfaction, and lower risk and liability, FetchFind Monthly Pro pays for itself. And you can completely customize the training materials based on your company's needs. Head over to www.fetchfind.com to learn more and subscribe today. That's F-E-T-C-H-F-I-N-D dot Love to spoil your dog, but no time to shop? Well, check out Pupjoy.com! Dog parents are raving about them. They deliver amazing boxes of treats and toys directly to your door. Premium goodies from indie brands, all customized to your dog's unique needs. So you can relax and spend more time on important things like couch cuddles and belly rubs. Get personalized boxes of joy for your pup. Plus, built-in support for animal rescue, all for less than you'd pay at the store. Save $10 on your first order today. Go to PupJoy.com, customize your plan, and enter Pets Mean Business at checkout. P-U-P-J-O-Y.com.
1: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm still sick, but that's okay because this is still a super important podcast. So, welcome back. And we're going to now, I want to go ahead and introduce to you the woman that I spoke so highly of prior to the break. Here we are back. Everybody, I'd like to welcome my wonderful guest, Marty Larson. Marty, welcome.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: <laughs> you're I'm so glad that you're here. So, as I mentioned, you're the Senior Director of Consumer Charitable and Corporate PR at PetSmart. What does that mean? Can you talk a little bit about some of, the, you know, some of the things that you do in that role? And then we'll talk more about you personally later on, but just talk about what that role encompasses.
0: Sure, sure. Essentially, what my team and I focus on is really shaping compelling news stories for PetSmart and PetSmart charities that are like really newsy and capture the attention of the press. So we shape news that's strategically aligned with like kind of our general marketing message, seasonal message, and we share news on like innovations and new products, new services, collaborations that we're doing, like the Ellen DeGeneres PetSmart collaboration that we launched earlier this year that you know we got great press for, and we really work to secure that earned media coverage, and that's really to drive awareness among pet parents out there that PetSmart has these great products and services, these unique collaborations, these innovative products, so that we can really just become the trusted partner to pet parents everywhere.
1: So will you talk a little bit about the charitable component of PetSmart, high level, what this means? I know people who walk into the store or are getting um, any of the news releases or any of the newsletters, they know that PetSmart charities exist. And I can say for one, by the way, I've been to headquarters a few times now, that when you walk into PetSmart, I mean, I know you're walking in every day, but I can, to kind of explain this from an outsider perspective. You walk into PetSmart, number one, there's dogs everywhere. But number two, the first yep. thing you see is the PetSmart's charity office. It's the first place right. you walk in and it's right there to the right. So mm-hmm. can you talk about how, like what the goals are of that organization and how that filters through into the retail space?
0: Yeah, for sure. So here at the Phoenix Home Office, we do have our home office that supports PetSmart, the retailer and the brand. And we also carve out some space for PetSmart Charities. PetSmart Charities is a separate 501c3 nonprofit. They're kind of legally organized separately, but we do a lot of joint work together and we obviously share office space together. So their mission is really to help pets in need and help connect people to pets and keep those people with their pets and the pets with their people. So shoppers donate at the pin pad. And then we cycle that funding support directly over to PetSmart Charities. 100% of it goes to PetSmart Charities. And then they are such a great nonprofit that's so well managed that they utilize 91 cents out of every dollar that goes directly to pets in need. They have partnerships and collaborations and write grants to more than 3,500 animal welfare organizations. And last year alone, I think they wrote grants to the tune of like $36 million. And the bulk of that funding comes from our generous pet parents who are shoppers in our store. So it's a really cool model that really works really well. We do a lot of joint work together as well, whether that's our buy a bag, give a meal program where they're our pet food distribution partner. And they are like, I can talk about this later, but they are literally getting truckloads of pet food that we're donating to Pets in Need at thousands of destination points across America and up in Canada. So we work together all the time, and they also are the largest animal welfare funder in North America. They have that leadership status. Did not, did not know that.
1: That's amazing, Marty. I didn't know that at all. I mean, I knew that it was a meaningful and and massive operation. I didn't realize some of those metrics. So let me ask you this. As it relates to your role, do you identify your role more on the corporate side or more on the, the charity side? Or is it some combination of both?
0: Yeah, it's a combination, really. I mean, we run three different PR programs. We do consumer PR, which is really about the products and services and drawing awareness for our unique products that parents want to know about, whether that's our you know recently launched dog therapy training. You know we've got training, obedience training and yep, certain yep. levels of training, but we just launched dog therapy training. And that was really that. done. Yeah, it's really cool we launched it in May. It should be chain-wide now across our 1600 stores. It takes some time to have that kind of ripple out because it takes training of our trainers to become, right. you know, dog therapy trainers. But right. that was May, so I'm sure we're we're really close to being chain-wide. But where that idea came from. So that's the Consumer PR idea. I could talk all about dog therapy training, but really a lot of pet parents were coming to our trainers and saying that they wanted to give back to the community and have a more Mm -hmm. advanced level of training because my dog is super obedient, can do tricks, can do all these things. What's the next level? So we created this dog therapy training. So consumer PR is all about like our products and services and driving awareness through earned media of all of those great offerings from PetSmart. And then we have the charitable program, which is really about charities and drawing awareness for our PetSmart Charities and PetSmart Charities of Canada organizations and their leadership position in the animal welfare space. And then we have, like, joint activities where we work together on things, and they literally become PetSmart and PetSmart Charities news stories. And then we have kind of... What's your favorite? My favorite? What's your
1: favorite? Yeah, out of of some of those different activities, what's your favorite?
0: Oh, of all of the activities? boy. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting because I love them all. So today we made a big news announcement of our new Executive Vice President of Marketing and Customer Experience. That's like a corporate news item, you know, that's exciting. We announced our 1600th store yesterday. We grand, we are grand opening a store in El Paso, Texas. It soft opened on Monday. It will grand open and have a great celebration on Saturday. We announced that news item. That's a corporate news item. But we, we hired a photographer to go out and get a wonderful photograph of the store team out in front of this new store holding balloons that say 1,600 and just jumping up for joy. And it's such a fun photograph, and it was just a really fun story to create. And then, of course, we have just news releases that announce amazing things like our dog therapy training or our holiday collection, which I know we're going to talk about later in this podcast. You know, and I love the charitable stuff because it just feels good when you make an announcement like, Giving Tuesday was, I think, just this past Tuesday. It was. And we have, yeah, we have a holiday philanthropic line of plush toys that are kind of commemorative toys for kids, as well as they have squeakers so they can be a toy for a pet. And we have these amazing human and pet kind of blankets that are pet themed. And 10% of the sales of all of those items will go to PetSmart Charities. So we do joint programs like, like that where we sell products that give back in our stores. And on Giving Tuesday, we donated 100% of mm-hmm. all sales in our stores and online. And that wow. effort generated like $150,000 in money that will go directly to PetSmart Charities. So it's joint programs. It's the amazing work of PetSmart Charities and they're, you know, all the money that they fund out to help Pets in need and keeping pets and people together. It's the corporate news, and of course, I love the consumer news because it's it's sharing really innovative fun items that pet parents want to know about with with them. And so that's really exciting too. I love it all. I can't really. I can tell. I can tell. Can
1: I can tell. Yeah. So here's the thing. Like this is where my head goes. You're obviously so talented, so passionate. You're obviously so good at your job. How did you get here? So what is your what was your path or your journey? to bring you to PetSmart and what do you tell people you know obviously there's you know there's a technical line I do PR you know that PetSmart but if I don't know anything about the pet industry and I don't really even know I've never even walked into a PetSmart and if I'm at a cocktail party with you which maybe one day I will be right. well, yeah. <laughs> what what are you going to tell me if I say so nice to meet you Marty so what is it what do you do again how do you talk right. about that and how do you t- to that without going too far into the pet thing but talking about you know how you got here
0: Right. Well, I guess I say to people at cocktail parties, you know, when you read that online story in the Huffington Post or USA Today or whatever online outlet that you consume, you know, if it's about like the pet lifestyle and it mentions PetSmart, it's very or it showcases amazing products. Like we have articles that run that literally have 25 slides in their slideshow and we've gotten all 25 slides <laughs> with Pep Smart product or great lifestyle imagery that we've shot and we've shared with the press. So it's those types of stories that me and my team are kind of behind. We help make that happen. And it's not rocket science. It's really being inside a corporation and being able to sit in meetings and kind of get attracted to the fresh new news story and say, oh, we're going to do a story on that because that's really exciting, an exciting new product or service for pet parents. And then we kind of just shape it, which means you might shoot a video, you might shoot a photo, you certainly have to write it and get it approved, make sure it's accurate. And then we work with our PR agency who does all of our media outreach and they just, voila, kind of make the stories happen. So at cocktail parties, I typically say, you know, if you've read a story about PetSmart and we're referenced in it or there's a product shot, my team is... That's me. (laughs) That's me.
1: So how did you get here? How did you, was PR part of your professional journey all along? Or was this something that, was it about the pets that brought you into PetSmart? Or was it just, was it a combination of also being a, a PR professional established?
0: Right. Well, I was recruited by PetSmart, which was really exciting to me. And I was really attracted to the pet industry because it's so emotional. You know, I don't think I would have moved myself from Minneapolis to Phoenix to go work in like the financial industry. And I'm not dissing the financial industry. I think the financial industry is really important. They have a lot of products and things that people need to know about. So the education value of that industry. But this industry is just so exciting because it's so emotional. Having a pet, it's I have a pet and I also have two kids. And I think more probably about my dog because my dog can't talk to me. You know, I can talk, I can pick up the phone and talk to my husband, my son, my daughter, but I can't talk to Breckenridge. And so I think about him a lot. Mm -hmm. And he lives back in Edina, Minnesota, and I live here in Phoenix, but I get back, you know, once a month or so. So I was super attracted to this job because of the emotional aspect of being a pet parent and the stories I knew I would be able to tell and work on, which would be really exciting. And I also was really drawn to the company because of the the do good work that it does along with PetSmart Charities. And it's really cool to be part of a culture that actually has that like in their DNA. It's really, really wonderful and I'm going to
1: um on our landing page for today's show on Pet Life Radio backslash Pets Me Business I'm going to list out some different links about you and about Petsmart and some of the things that you've already shared but I you know I think there's an article that you shared with me uh, I think it was on a magazine hope that's embarrassing because I'm, I'm looking through that, but oh, I, I did love how they portrayed
0: Yeah, Antenna, it's a company that's based back in the Twin Cities and it was a company I worked with before I came here. Before I came here, I was actually self-employed for 13 years. I ran that, Marty Larson Communications and I was a marketing and communication and PR consultant. And my last like year doing that, I had five different clients in five different industries. I had a fashion client. I had The Waters, which was a senior living facility based in the Twin Cities and they were grand opening a lot of different facilities. I had a family and a healthcare app and I had a tech client. And I was really longing to join, to go back on staff and join a single corporation with a single mission. And that's what really drove me to kind of leave self-employment and go to an on staff role.
1: Well, that's an interesting, that's a really interesting path, because I think in the pet industry, you find that there are a lot of, it's a fairly fragmented industry outside of the corporate structure, right? Um, so a lot of folks who own, you know, one-off businesses, they own small retail shops or small pet service companies. And I think that in that population, I think people get into working independently and realize that they do long for a more consistent or more uniformed, I'm not sure the different adjectives I would use here, but I do think that people get into their own lane and realize that they want to be a part of something bigger. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I can certainly relate to your story on a number of different levels, and I appreciate that you knew that about yourself and that, you know, that everything came together for you to be able to put yourself in a position where it's a passion project, but it's also in a large corporate entity that you can have a lot of, you have a big budget, you have a team, you have all the things that you need to have, you know, to be able to do your craft well. So I think that's, you know, a really incredible component to your story.
0: Right. I think I was kind of a solo practitioner serving the needs of, from my home office, the needs of a lot of different clients in different industries. And I think what really drove me to come here was just I really wanted to just be back on staff, have great resources, have yep. a team yep. and all be working under a single mission with a single yep. vision. Yeah. And so that's really kind of what drove me. But I loved I loved doing Marty Larson communications for 13 years. It was really fun. It was well suited for, you know, raising, raising children, kids. little people. Right. Yeah, right. it was good. It was good. But I really am enjoying my work here
1: super uh, super inspiring and it just um it's a great story and it's a great path so i love that we're sharing that part of your life and and just really you know focusing in on on how you've had your own journey and growth so on that note we're going to take a quick break uh, and then we come back. We're going to talk more specifically. If we can, I'd like to get into more the logistics of what PetSmart's doing this holiday season, how our listeners could benefit from some of those, some of those different components and projects and promotions, and um, and we'll kind of go from there. Does that work for you?
0: Yeah, sounds
1: great. Fantastic. Okay, um, everybody, we'll be right back. I'm Jamie. I'm with Marty. We're having a great time. See you in a second. Are you a fashion-forward, entrepreneurial pet
0: lover? PetSmart has the perfect opportunity for you. Jumpstart your career by enrolling in the PetSmart Grooming Academy, where you'll receive hands-on, paid training. You'll learn grooming from the masters and have a chance to work with hundreds of different dogs while you're there. The best part? You don't need any prior experience, just your passion for pets and an eagerness to learn. Ready to get started? Head over to www.jobs.petsmart.com salon to begin your new career. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio Radio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio Radio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively Possum. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life
1: Radio. 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 (laughs) PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, guys, we're back. Um, This is Jamie. I'm with my uh, colleague, friend, PetSmart, aficionado, all the things right now that I feel like I just want to embrace you that way, Marty. You're awesome. And I love everything you're talking about and I love how you're sharing all of this with us. So you've been with PetSmart for about two and a half years. Before we move on to the other things that I want to share kind of from more of the consumer perspective, I really feel like we want to also hear about what you think have been the biggest wins that you've had since you joined the team at PetSmart and the thing that you are most proud of, some of the things you're most proud of that you and your team have accomplished. Can you share with some of that?
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, you know, having a dedicated PR director and team like inside the company, we're kind of these internal journalists that chase the stories that we hear about in meetings. Like I said earlier, oh, that seems like a really fresh newsworthy story. I'm going to go get that story and get all the facts. So you you go and you you go and you get that story and you fuel kind of this always on news engine. And it's a lot of fun because you're doing a lot of writing and you're, you're doing photography and you're doing video and you're shaping these these news packages. And we really, really are proud of keeping that news funnel just always on and fueled for our, our PR agency team, which is Golan out of Dallas. They're an amazing team. And so since we've been on board, I would say, you know, I'm really proud of impressions. Impressions are a metric in the PR world. And Impressions are you can buy impressions and you can earn impressions. And we're all about earned impressions. And I think what's really exciting is that we've gotten a lot of firsts for PetSmart. So the collaboration with Ellen DeGeneres allowed us Mm -hmm. to get into high fashion magazine Vogue vogue.com which so, is amazing that's so cool I mean, that's so cool
1: Pet that's
0: more in vogue, in vogue. I mean, yeah, yeah <laughs> super cool yeah. so also we're really proud Oprah Magazine does the O-List which is really mm-hmm. Oprah's approved faves every month and in the October edition we had two products actually listed in the O-List this October A product called Arc Bar which is exclusive to PetSmart it's this innovative at home dry shampoo solution and fragrances kind of inspired by you know the human trend and then and a really great, adorable Ed Ellen DeGeneres cat scratcher. So we got two products in the nice. O-List in October. Nice. That's, like that's cool huge. Stuff, right? no, yeah. That's huge. Is that the first time that PetSmart's
1: had, well obviously first time for Vogue that we got. Was that yeah. the first time that PetSmart had two things or even one thing on the O-List?
0: Actually we hit our first in the O-List the previous fall. I think it was the November edition last year and then I think in the fall they tend to feature pet products and so we were just really pleased that we yeah, that was the first time we ever got two things in the old list, which is pretty crazy from one company. Yeah, um, but we've been on the impressive. Today Show, Good Morning America, you know, it, Huffington Post people like it's just been really fun. And it's fun because I think and you probably are seeing this everything from Subaru featuring pets in their mm-hmm. TV ads. People are more interested in pets. And mm-hmm. so the mainstream press is wanting to cover the pet industry. And we're here to serve. We're here to give you contact us. We'll deliver whatever you need because we got whatever story you want, whatever product you need. So, so that's kind of the magic to the model.
1: So speaking of that, there's something I've been wanting to ask this entire conversation and I hadn't found the right place to ask, but here it is. Can you talk a little bit about PetSmart's relationship to the, um, the in-store adoption events that are happening? So I use a PetSmart here in my, I live in Chicago and we have a certain store that we go to for our stuff yep. and there's always cats. So it's like a permanent cat cattery. And I've never really been super clear on that relationship. Is that connected directly to charities? Is that through something independent? Talk to me a little bit about that. I think people are always asking and wondering about that.
0: Yep. So PetSmart Charities... And PetSmart teamed together to do those in-store adoption events. We provide space, pop-up space, to create a pop-up adoption center in our stores whenever kind of needed. That's all day, every day. And then we have the dedicated cat areas as well. Um, And then four times a year, we do our national adoption weekend events where nearly every store in our store chain is hosting an animal welfare organization, locally a shelter, and their adoptable pets, or multiple animal welfare organizations are in our stores. And this year, we hit two major milestones. In September, our National Adoption Weekend was the best ever, and I think we adopted out 32,000 pets in a single weekend. In a weekend?
1: That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. I know.
0: And a couple of other really exciting stats. Two of every 10 pets that are adopted across North America are facilitated at a PetSmart store.
1: Wait, say, that, so again. Wait, say that. That's your Two,
0: uh-huh. Two of every 10 pets that are adopted okay, so across North America across, yep, okay, okay. are facilitated at a PetSmart store.
1: That's a really big badge of honor. That's a very yeah. big deal. Yeah, that's um. Uh, I, mean,
0: I, I don't think people
1: realize that that you guys are such a cornerstone to to finding homeless animal homes. To
0: and that's that's really PetSmart Charities driving out those relationships with the local animal welfare organizations, getting our store leaders connected to those animal welfare organizations, creating this kind of collaborative arrangement, hey, when you need our space, we'll, we'll make it happen. It could be a Tuesday, it could be a Sunday, it could be, you know, a national adoption weekend. And we're coming, well, I think since, since our nonprofit PetSmart Charities was formed in 1994 and started driving these in-store adoption events chain-wide, we've adopted out more than 7.6 million pets and uh-huh. we're coming up on our 8 millionth pet adoption celebration uh-huh. which we think will happen kind of in the spring of next year.
1: That's incredible. That's just really incredible, really inspirational and something that no one else can claim and that you guys just do so well and thanks for sharing that because it was, it is right, you walk into a PetSmart and you know there's going to be animals there but you just wonder mm-hmm. what what exactly is the... How does what,
0: that happen? How does it happen? You know, how are there and,
1: all the animals here all the time? Right? And,
0: the other thing that's interesting is like, say you're you're in Cincinnati and you're a shelter and you want to come into a PetSmart store with eight adoptable pets. They might be a mixture of cat and dog, but you don't have the ability to transport the pets to mm-hmm. the PetSmart store because these are small nonprofits that are just dedicated to pets in need. They run shelters. They help pets locally in the community, but they don't have the money or the, the ability to get the pets to the PetSmart store. Then- PetSmart Charities will write a grant that helps them get those pets, hire volunteers, like get the right truck, like rent the truck or whatever is needed. So that's kind of the whole model is like the 3,500 animal welfare organizations across North America and PetSmart Charities and then our stores, which is now at 1,600.
1: So, if someone has a, we work with a lot of small animal rescue organizations that either, you know, I, I own a company called Fetch Find, and we do um, yes. learning for the pet industry. We do online learning, and so we have a lot of shelters that use our tool to help train their volunteers. And so we do as much as we can to talk about helping those organizations with resources. Someone who doesn't understand how to link into the PetSmart Network and become a part of that charity's component or program, what would be the best tool or how would you recommend that they find their way in?
0: Yep. Well, first of all, they have to be a registered 501c3. So our 501C3 PetSmart Charities can't write grants or deliver funding to like a student group at a public school because trust me, we get requests like that. They can only write funding and grants To 501 501c3s. So you have to be a registered 501c3. And then you can go to petsmartcharities.org. And we have all these great new grant categories. I think there's 10 now because they recently expanded their mission. And you can check out the different grants and it gives you instructions on how you apply for the grants.
1: Okay, so you hear that everybody, if you are running a small charity, small animal rescue organization, PetSmart is a great resource for you. So thanks for that, Marty. So let's talk now about some bigger, so people who are looking to find some great solutions for um, for pet giving from, you know, going to PetSmart for pet giving purposes, whether it be on the charity yeah. side or on the retail side, what are some best things that they could be looking for and how do you direct
0: them? Well, we know that lots of pet parents like to gift to their pets <laughs> they do. the holidays. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, they called, do, answer- it's any- called anthropomorphizing
1: it the best in the best possible way. You know the term anthropomorphizing. I don't. Oh here Educate I'll tell me, you. Please. Oh yes, this is great. So anthropomorphizing is the term that we label for when we assign human qualities to our pets and then treat them that way. So yep. it's simple. From my dog is sad, or he really likes when I do this, or she really, you know, doesn't like that person, or this is her favorite color, anything like that, where we just make assumptions based on observations or based on our own, you know, experiences with particular yep. animals that lead us to that kind of conversation. So in our world of pet care, whether it's pet care. In the in the services space or in the retail space, it's all about like thinking about that anthropomorphic perspective that people have, and then be able to sell through to that. So that's what you guys are doing a lot of, and that's what right. that's what sells. Right? That's what right. sells.
0: And what we talk about is the humanization of pets in that trend, which is saying the same thing. Same thing. Um, same thing. Yeah. And we that is definitely a key trend out there. Pet parents just wanting to treat their pets as a member of the family, and so gifting them at the holidays, having a gift for them under the tree or a stocking for them dedicated with their name on it and stocking stuffers. So we've got lots of different products. Of course, toys are a classic holiday gift for children at the holidays. They make a great gift for our pets. We've got some really great products from Disney. I don't know if you're familiar with the Zoom Zoom. Products through these, oh yes, of course, the little
1: ones, the yeah, little
0: collectibles. We're, yeah, yes, we're doing them for pet. Now they just have sweeter than
1: them. My daughter loves those. In fact, can I tell you that we went on our? I never did a Disney anything in my life. It's just never yeah. been my thing. I have a six-year-old daughter, so and she's. I mean, listen We watch the Moanas, and we watch the. You know, we watch the Zootopias. We do that, but we've never been a Disney family. So this year. We went on a Disney cruise over oh, the fall. Wow. Yeah, it was amazing. But I'll tell you what, those little guys, those, the kids love those. They were all over the ship. They were selling them everywhere. Kids were collecting yeah, them and trading them. They People they are they're so cute. Anyway, and yeah, now yes. we have
0: the exclusive yeah, on that for the holiday season for pets. And they have squeakers yeah, in them. And you awesome. can buy them for your kids with the squeakers in them. Or you can buy them for your pets. They make great stocking stuffers. We have found, too, that food and beverage themed products do really well. So we've got a really fun fast food holiday four pack that's kind of holiday-esque. So lots of toys. Of course, tech gadgets are always really big as gifts for, at the holiday season. And same with pet. We've got these interesting wireless Bluetooth speakers and they're tiny. There's four of them and they're in the shape of different pets. And they actually are really easy to program. They stream music. You can clip them. There's a clip. You can clip it onto your your pet's collar if you wish. You can do it on their leash. And it's just really fun just to have like music when you're out with your pet at the dog park or for a walk. They make just a cute stocking stuffer. Pet treats are always a great holiday indulgence. We've got items in our pet treat collection that look like, you know, they look so human you might take a bite. You know, like the frosted <laughs> cookies, like they right? look you put them on a plate, just keep them away from the human food because we've heard stories where people have like, you know, and you can eat them. They're definitely, you know, human grade, but they are designed for pets. So they don't taste as good, but we've got like snack trays that feature cheese and sausage.
1: That's hilarious. And,
0: yeah, just really really neat fun and treat gifts for for our pets, and then you know, a new collar. A new collar is a fresh, fun way to celebrate the mm-hmm. holidays. We've got mm-hmm. festive collars with bow ties. We've got collars with jingle bells. So as your dog prances around, they're making a festive holiday noise. We've got one of the collars features four jingle bells. I would recommend the one that features the one two. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so so jingle belly, and then the Ellen DeGeneres line for winter. The winter collection is really fun. It features kind of a ski themes. So there's pet toys that are in the shape of ski goggles, and there's just really fun tug toys with mittens and things like that. What else? A bed. A bed is a gift to your pet and a gift to mm-hmm. you because it's, it's a beautiful new addition to your home, right? And we've got really fun apparel and accessories that help you kind of style your pet for that Instagram photo or maybe that family holiday card photo. Everything from ugly sweaters that feature... Stop. For a reindeer. (laughs) We've got pet pajamas that say Santa's little Yelper on like the little butt area. Super cute. (laughs) So just some really fun items. And, you know, don't forget the cats and the fish. We've got fish tank ornaments that feature, you know, holiday themes and lots of cat toys and cat treats as well.
1: Yeah, you guys really are. Uh, we're not at a loss here for amazing pet gifts, no, is what you're saying. No,
0: we have guinea pig costumes.
1: No, you don't. Please. They're seriously. so
0: adorable. Yes, they're so adorable. Yeah.
1: You know, guinea pig people are like, they're crazy. I mean, they love their pigs, and they will oh go all out for their pigs.
0: Yeah, for sure. And we're here to serve, dressing them up as Santa yeah. or an angel. Yeah, really cute stuff. I think there's four costumes in that. Collection. Do, you any rat, do you have any rat presents? I don't think we do, but I think, like, you know these guinea pig costumes have also been known to be put on very very small dogs and other kind of specialty pets. So they you might know, do the trick. We
1: have three rats that live here in our office. They're our pet rats, and uh, and we're all a bunch of dog trainers. So we really enjoy having that interaction. So we'll have to think about that for this this holiday season, going to Petsmart and getting some rat presents. I know. You, is that strange? What do you think about that? You're like, I don't know what to think about that. I'm just
0: sure uh. of you. I mean, I, I think that, you know, there's pet parents of a lot of different types of pets out there. That's and a
1: very politically correct way of saying that. I like that. Yeah. It's true. There there are a lot of us. We also have dogs here, too. Rats are, for whatever reason, rats make, you know, rats really do make great pets, by the way. They're smart. I've heard
0: that. Yep, I've clean, heard that.
1: We're social. Um, really interesting animals to study. Okay. Yeah, chinchillas,
0: um, wh- hedgehogs. I mean, they're, yeah, there's just they're, a lot of... Lots. They're all there's different subcultures, to too. Yep.
1: And they're all different pet subcultures. Every one of these different pet categories has their own subculture, which I think is really fascinating. What about, let's talk a little bit before we move on to anything else, gifts that give back. Uh, right. That's a big a big thing for people this year. In fact, I got a text message from a friend of mine yesterday who said, I've made a decision that I'm only going to buy gifts this year that are attached to some sort of charitable component. And, yeah. you know, she said, I've never done that before. I've always said I was going to do that. But this year is I'm starting that and that's all I'm going to do. So I think that is happening for a lot of people right now. They're looking for ways to have more meaning behind the gifts they're giving. So obviously with PetSmart Charities being a big part of your organization, what are some mm-hmm. ways that people can do that for you guys?
0: Yeah, well, we have a program called Four Ways to Help a pet in need. And mm-hmm. so people can help pets in need by coming into our stores. They can buy those gifts that give back, the philanthropic collection I mentioned earlier. Right. We've got Chance, Lucky, and Friends, which is a series of seven kind of plush toys with the squeaker. They're commemorative. They have a year. Um, we've been doing this for probably five, six plus years now. Those give back. And then we've got these really fun, like 12 pet-themed Blankets, they're like throws. They're really cozy. They could be given to a person. They could be given to a pet parent to share with their pet, or they could be given to a pet. All those products give back 10% of sales to PetSmart Charities. And last year, I believe those products raised about $585,000.
1: Over one season? And that was just during the holidays. Right,
0: right. And then you can donate to PetSmart Charities and help them do their great work at the pin pad. And you can buy a bag of dog food. PetSmart will donate a meal to a pet in need. This was a program that we call Buy a Bag, Give a Meal. It was launched in March of this year, and it ends December 31st of this year. And it was designed to celebrate our 30th anniversary with a big give-back philanthropic effort. It's the biggest give-back effort that this company has ever done. And we expect to give 60 million meals to pets in need Mm -hmm. across North America. We've already sent out 227 53-foot semi truck loads to destinations across 35 (laughs) states and five provinces in Canada. There will be two additional truck deliveries next year. And again, you can give back by buying simply your dog or cat food bags at PetSmart and we'll give a meal to a pet in need. And then of course adopting a pet and just giving them a forever sure. home. We have of adoptions course. happening all day every day in our stores. So those are really the four ways that, you know, pet parents who shop our stores and who come visit us can help pets in need.
1: What an incredible organization PetSmart is. And again, we've known that now, you know, here, you know, with the work that I do with Fetch Find and just from talking to so many folks on our podcast. I mean, it's such an incredible organization that is so focused on community and so focused on philanthropic activities that hearing you so great to talk to you because you're giving this really awesome high level description and then we're you know we're drilling down into it and you realize that it's just it really is a company that wants to be good you know it's really a company that wants to be good and do good and I'm so happy to be able to talk about that and on that again back to being able to share all of this with everybody it'll be on the home page so some of these different Thing that you talked about, I think what we'll do is we'll we'll have it all written out so people can understand each of these components So you brought, the tech gadgets and the pet treats and the collars and things like that. Before we hang up though, or before we go, before we bid farewell, I do want to just talk quickly about the services component from PetSmart. Right. We've been working closely with the grooming department Um, and the Grooming Academy. So, we know that part of the business in PetSmart really well. We've come to have a great appreciation for the talent there, for the management, for just the commitment to quality service that your grooming salons provide. So, I think one of the things that just feels important for me and mentioning this because of that connection we do have already is that this is a great time to get your pets groomed for the holidays too. If you've never gone to PetSmart to do that, that this is a great time to try that out as well as, you know, combining that visit with buying some new treats, participating in some of the philanthropic activities, but the services that you guys do. And again, I can speak directly to the quality in the grooming department. This is another great, I would imagine, a great draw for the holidays for you guys. Is that something that you see cyclical? during? Is there's some seasonality to that for you?
0: Right. Yep, for sure. Our services. I mean, our services are grooming services, our pet hotels, boarding services, doggy day camp, yeah, doggy day camp training, and of course, adoption services as well. And yeah, you know, people want to have their pet looking their best for the holidays. So coming in and getting their pet styled for the photo, we've got like fun, exclusive holiday bandanas that have charms on them. And we've got seasonal spritzes that make them smell (laughs) like a sugar cookie. I mean, yeah, we go all out at the holidays. And we really think like, say, you know, you need your day, you need your day to shop, or maybe you need your day to wrap, or maybe you need your day to shop, wrap and bake, you know, consider putting your dog at PetSmart's doggy daycare where they can have like a fun play date while you're busy. And so we we offer solutions like that. Of course, boarding is really popular. Lots of people are traveling during the holidays. And, of course, we are going to have Santa Claus in our stores for two weekends this year. So of the ninth and the 10th and right. the 16th and the 17th. So bring your pet in, bring your family in, bring your furry family members, bring your kids. We're going to have some great Santas in our stores. So
1: That's awesome. I assume you check your Santas to make sure they don't have any animal allergies before you give them the gig.
0: Yes, we definitely clear that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: One, it's one of the free- it's hiring a lot of Santas. I mean, we have
0: a lot. I of know. Stores, I so we we'll be hiring a lot of Santas. I mean, so. how,
1: what do you? So you must hire what about oh, over a thousand Santas every season?
0: I don't know the number. I don't know how it works, and I don't think we share them across stores. We have sixteen hundred stores, so you might be hiring
1: sixteen hundred Santas. That's uh, yeah, very possible. Right,
0: right. <laughs> it's a that lot is, of Santas.
1: You might actually not only have the record for the most pet items in the O Magazine, but you may also be carrying the record for the most Santas hired over a holiday season. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) That's awesome. All right. So we've had such a great conversation and this has been uh, really delightful. I'm going to make sure everyone gets the PetSmart gift guide. We'll make sure that's on the website. Obviously, people that want to check out what's happening with PetSmart, there's the, the traditional social media avenues across everything, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, facebook is obviously facebook.com/petsmart i also need to mention before we go marty that this episode happens to be also um ironically and this is just because it is sponsored by petsmart our grooming oh. yeah i know i don't think you knew that That's great. Um, Yeah. yeah so petsmart sponsors this show that we've been you guys have been sponsoring the show for for six months, actually. It's the grooming department specifically. We've been uh, really focusing on informing folks about how great the grooming school is, looking for people who are looking to get into pet industry, services side, you know, based on our exploration and what we've learned about the grooming department. We've really been pushing that or really strongly recommending that people check that out as, a, as an entry point to working with pets. So as part of that endeavor, PetSmart Grooming Academy is a sponsor for this show because we know a lot of people who listen to this show want to work with animals. And we think that right. PetSmart is great place to do that. So yeah, so you guys you didn't even know. See, look at that. It's like double it's like double Pet Smart Day here at Pets Mean Business. Okay, so Marty, I can't thank you enough. This has been an incredible experience. I've appreciated how kind, thoughtful, how just how you were able to express all of these ideas and so um so cleanly, so clearly, so excited you're so excited about this. The passion is there. And also you've been really helpful because I've had this cold and you've done so much great talking. So I've been able to just drink some tea in the background. So thank you too for that.
0: Well,
1: it's been um, my pleasure. You are you've been a really great guest, and I'm so happy to have you. And maybe you'll come back again sometime soon. We'd love to talk yeah. more about things maybe seasonally. That would be great. Um, okay, yeah, everybody. I'd love that. Oh, that would be amazing. Thank you so much, Marty. Okay, everybody. So I hope you've enjoyed episode number. I have no idea actually what number this is. I'm going to say fifty. Could be thirty, it could be forty. I don't even know. I should probably know that, but whatever this episode is, I hope that you've enjoyed it. As always, please feel free to reach out to me. A lot of you do, and I'm always happy to read what you have to say and and route you if you're looking for some help or some connection to somebody. I'm always happy to do that for you. And uh, yeah, it's great. So thank you again for being my guest, Mark Winter. Uh, You're the best producer in the whole world, and I adore you. And this is probably the only podcast we'll do during the holiday season, or that will come up before the holidays are over. So I also want to wish you and your and your families and your pets and your employees and everybody that you are associated with a wonderful wonderful warm safe holiday season and uh, we'll see you in the new year thanks so much everybody bye-bye let's talk pets every week on demand only on petliferadio.com.